Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, fitness, prevention, biohacking, and more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to FitRx. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Dennis. I just got done with a two-part series on how to burn fat. So if you haven't heard those episodes, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. Part of that was changing the way we eat. And it was different for a lot of people in what we have heard over the years in that I recommended a lower carb, higher fat type of a diet. So I thought it would be good to actually interview people who have done it and some local success stories. I didn't have to look very far than my own family. So my uncle is joining me here today, uh, Robert Dennis. And what's unique about his story is that he lost all his weight, which he'll tell you how much he lost, but he lost all his weight at 75 years old. I see a lot of patients in my clinic when I talk to them about diet and, and weight loss, and they say, well, I'm, I'm too old. To, you know, I've been eating the standard American diet for too long, and they're just unwilling to change. And so that's what I really like about his story is that he did this at 75 years old. And so hopefully you'll get some encouragement out of his story. So welcome, Robert. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Good to be here. All right. So let's start off. I'm, I'm going to ask, so how long was weight an issue for you? Well, I guess um, in, to answer the question, I, growing up as a kid, I was an average weight. I weighed 140 pounds, as I recall, in, um, in high school. I played football. I was a running back. And then after uh, high school, I went to college. Uh, I think the first few years of college, I put on a few pounds, nothing to worry about, never really thought much about it. And then uh, for a short time, I went in the military and of course, basic training, I lost uh, probably down to my original weight, 140, and then started law school. I was working uh, 40 hours a week and then going to night law school. And also, um, I had to uh, keep up a schedule of flying. I was um, in the Air National Guard as a navigator, so I had a requirement of flying so many hours each month. So I was pretty busy going to law school at night, working 40 hours a week, plus keeping up my reserve duty flying time. So I think the weight started started advancing a little bit, just a pound or two a year. That um, continued through uh, my working years. And I think probably in the when I was uh, 40, 40 or so, I began to notice that uh, my weight was uh, starting to be noticeable and uh, of course being in the military I stayed in the Air Force Reserve so when I had to put on my uniform uh, it began to fit tighter had more of a problem meeting my weight uh, limits you know in the military so you know you started kind of worrying about my weight at that time so I'd say probably in the 40s I guess I was 40 years old or so I began to really kind of noticed that it uh, started to be concerned about my weight. Okay. What what was your heaviest weight? I finally got up. Uh, my heaviest weight a few years back was uh, 250. About how tall are you? I'm 5'8". Okay. So that'll just give the listeners an idea. During, you know, this many years, did 
did you diet some or what, what talk about just kind of what attempts you made to, to lose the weight? Well, I think I was uh, cognizant and, and followed the recommended uh, low fat diet that the government and the government and, and the medical profession recommended, you know, to stay away from fats. And so I remember I, you know, I, I tried uh, uh, skim milk, you know, that was a little bit too watery. So I went to 2%. Mm-hmm. So I drank uh, skim milk most of the time. And uh, I went for low fat cheese and low fat, everything that I could was low fat, low fat. I remember going to get a salad, you know, you'd put salad dressing, always got low fat salad dressing. Everything I did was consciously thinking of low fat diet and so I was kind of on a diet but not really but I just watched uh, tried to reduce all of my fat intake and 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 I'm guessing none of that worked and it did not uh, work it just kept putting on a little weight each year you know a little bit more heavier weight and I did try at one point I remember trying a Nutrisystems diet and uh, that was pretty concentrated deal and I reached my goal weight and I don't remember what it was I don't remember how much I weighed at the time but I did reach my goal weight real pleased with that but I don't know how much longer after that but I put my weight back on where I was and then I tried a real protein diet and I forget exactly how that worked but they were packages of protein shake of some kind you you got those and then you could eat certain vegetables and uh, I think I lost uh, some weight on that, but seemed like I quickly put it back when I got off the diet. So right. those were two of the real regimented diets I was on, plus the fact that I just generally tried to eat uh, low fat right. all the time. And I mentioned in my talk on how to, to lose weight or burn fat that the lower calorie diets don't work and can even harm you in the future by uh, putting on more weight than what you started with, and I'm not going to go back and explain why. You can go back and listen to that if you if you haven't heard that. Here you are. You find yourself at around several years ago at about 75 years old, and is that when you were about 250 at, at your yes, biggest? that's right. And so what clicked then that just made you decide that you're going to get this weight up? Well, it was um, uh, my brother who had a, way, a, a serious medical problem, and... Uh, he was in and out of the emergency room several times on a digestive problem. Uh, his wife gave me a book on um, It Starts With Food, I think was the name of it, and I, she thought I might want to read it. So I, I read the book, and it, I thought it had some good points in it. It was about how different bodies different, react differently to different types of food and what food generally does to us. I thought, well, it made sense, and then uh, I got another book, uh, she had given me, I think it was uh, uh, Any Way You Can by Dr. Bosworth. And I think in that book, it talked about the ketogenic diet and uh, having a high fat diet and the benefits of it. And that's the first time I'd heard of the ketogenic diet. Um, and then from there, I just springboarded. I started getting on the web and looking at some different sites and uh, stumbled on one. It was called, I think it was. Uh, butter makes your pants fall off and the guy that uh was on it was called himself butter bob and he said he said that butter fat makes you slimmer you know so i thought well and he just he was not a doctor he's not a nutritionist he's just a average guy 
Uh, he said that he had um, started at uh, 340 pounds, I think. He was overweight. He had a um, commencement exercise to go to one of his kids or grandkids, and he said they couldn't sit in the normal chairs with the arms because he was too big to fit in the chair. So they had to sit way up on top in the bleachers because that was the only place he could sit comfortably. And so that's when he decided, I'm going to do something. And he got on the ketogenic diet and started eating lots of fat and uh, mostly fat. And he lost, uh, I think, uh, I think he lost 140 pounds or something like that in about a year, I think. And, and that's what really kind of triggered me to say, you know, I think I may give that a try. And I did. And, and it worked. It worked. Hmm. So was it a hard concept for you thinking about eating this high fat because it's goes against everything we've learned in the, in the last 40 years and so when i tell patients especially those that are a little bit older you know they just look at me like i'm crazy so it, was that a hard hurdle to get over mentally absolutely i mean it, it's still kind of i still catch myself looking at things differently you know i, I, I was so ingrained all those years about low fat uh, when I started eating high fat, like bacon and eggs, and not worrying about the yolk of the egg, you know, I, I'm, it's just totally, uh, I mean, it's hard for to wrap my mind around it, you know, that this is, this is a whole different, different deal than what I was uh, used to. And so at 75 years old, you started on the ketogenic diet. How much weight did you lose? I lost 90 pounds in a little less than a year, I think. That's fantastic. And you've kept most of it off, have you not? Yes. It kind of bounces around a little bit. I have uh, bad, bad spells like Christmas or Halloween, and uh, I uh, splurge and, you know, and eat candy and snacks. And it's, it's hard for me to stay away from carbohydrates. But, uh, and if I do eat any carbohydrates, it, you know, causes the weight to go up. So sure. anyway, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's principally stayed off and I've been able to keep it keep it off so I think you may have kind of already ans answered this question but what's been the biggest challenge of this is it just the holidays the carbohydrates and well I, yeah I think the biggest challenge for me and I and I've done a lot of reading that uh, and I believe I'm carbohydrate intolerant and I think I'm carbohydrate addicted because I cannot keep snacks around I can't keep candy in a bowl like some people i have a um, friend that she keeps a bowl of candy sitting around on her uh, tabletop and i i would not be able to do that i would have to take a bite of the candy every time i go buy it i'd probably get a piece and it would not last very long same thing with cookies i can't have crackers or or uh, cookies or chips laying around because I'm I'm going to I'm probably going to eat them if they're around because I'm just um, drawn to it I'm I'm almost addicted to it in a way okay. that's been my biggest challenge is just you know an American diet it's hard to you can't go out to eat you can't go anywhere without having a lot of carbs yep. uh, and it's it's tough to to avoid that in my talk uh, one of the other things I, I uh, recommended is fasting do you incorporate that at all, going times without eating? 
I do. I have um, I have done some of the fasting and I've tried it. And um, you know, I, on the ketogenic diet, I've tried to. I I use the keto strips. You know, the urine strips. Uh-huh. And I found that uh, sometimes it just wouldn't wouldn't move at all. It just wouldn't. And and so then I would fast. And uh, I found that fasting really. Uh, does speed up the process of producing the ketones and um, you know I, I will go out sometimes and have a, a Mexican meal with some friends and just splurge on carbohydrates and then the next day or so I'll fast for a couple of days to get to drive all of that carbohydrates out of my system very good what's been the biggest difference in the way you feel since getting all this weight off well i feel much better uh and health wise i i feel much better and physically i feel much better i the one downside of losing all the weight is uh i have to buy new clothes and (laughs) i went in i took some of my old clothes into the tailor i thought well i'll just go in and have them it'd be cheaper just to have them uh, reduce the size of them but uh and anyway, the tailor, uh, she looked at it and said, oh, no, no, we can't reduce, uh, you can't uh, alter those at all because uh, you've lost too much weight. So I ended up having to uh, go get all my old clothes, and I donated it to a charity, and then I went out and bought some new clothes. So that's one of the downsides is uh, being on a ketogenic diet and losing all the weight. Another uh, factor is I uh, used to sleep with a CPAP machine. I had uh, trouble sleeping I oftentimes during the night I would wake up with my appendages uh, arm or leg or something and be asleep it would cause me to wake up and I'd have to kind of shake it shake my arm or my leg and move around a little bit and finally get the numbness out or the tingling and go back to sleep since I've lost all this weight I don't have the have that problem and I don't sleep with a CPAP machine any longer well and also my last physical regular routine physical that I had with my doctor I remember the doctor walked in the room and he was looking at my blood work and he 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 was stunned he said I what in the world have you been doing he said everything is um, has improved he said your blood sugar is lower your blood pressure is lower, your triglycerides are lower, your cholesterol is good, and your testosterone has increased substantially. He said, what have you been doing? And I told him, well, I've been on this ketogenic diet. And he said, well, whatever it is, keep doing it because you have, you have uh, improved in every, every sense. So he said, you'll keep it up. That's great. Very good. So if our listeners are hearing this, and they are contemplating starting a ketogenic diet, what would you say to them? I'd say give it a try. I, you know, it probably, uh, I guess, um, not all bodies are the same and people don't react the same way, but I, I, it certainly uh, worked for me. And I'd say give it a try. Be earnest about it and do it and uh, see what happens. And if, it doesn't, if you don't lose weight, if you don't feel better, then, you know, quit it and do something else. I would definitely give it a try. Uh, I think uh, I, I look at it more of more than just a diet. I think it's a, a way of life, and I think it's a healthy way of, of living. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. So I always end my conversations by asking if you could tell our listeners one uh, thing that they can do today that can make them healthier. 
what would you say? Um, well, I would say <laughs> try to get out of your mind low-fat diet. I just, just try to get that out of your mind and say, no, it's not low-fat. It's low-carb. I need to cut down on carbs. Nope. That's it. That's, that's great advice. All right. Well, thank you, Robert. Okay. So thank, thank, you. thank you, guys. We will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlifedc.com or you can email me at drgreg at vibrantlifedc.com. This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk.